Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Empton Streamer Community Cast with my co-host, Jared. That's me. And our lovely guest for this week, Shakara, or known as Darling Miss Nix. Welcome. Hello. This this week, we're discussing meetups, as we have a meetup uh, just around the corner, June 15th. We do. At Beercade. Uh, RSVPs are free. You can still grab one. Uh, hopefully we'll see everyone out there in the community and new some new faces. And we'll also be discussing Shakara's wonderful life in the world of streaming. <laughs> and what makes her so unique? Oh man, that's a hard one. Yeah, it's going to be a right interrogation, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I'm just here to learn more about Sephora. <laughs> Why are you like this? <laughs> I have been in Sephora way too many times, so I have many questions. <laughs> okay. You should know your shade by now. Uh, yes, that's a nice like salmon pink i i uh, i feel like you would be like a a 2r you're quite fair so maybe like a 2r06 maybe see i didn't know these numbers and letters existed for makeup so thank you <laughs> I will... only in sephora oh okay wow all right so jared you want to kick things off with a little uh questioning questioning all right shakara if that is your real name it is. Uh, so, <laughs> as I understand it, you are the assistant community manager for Edmonton Twitch. That is correct. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Uh, okay. I'll mark I guess you can say she's the ass man. I am ass, the ass man. Ass I'm Dex's oh! number one ass man. Well, I'm gonna mark that off as correct and not false information. Uh, <laughs> so, what do you do? Like, what is? I mean. So as an assistant community manager, you're not you're obviously not leading the charge, but um, what is an what is an assistant community manager supposed to do? Like, what role do they fill as far as organizing events and everything else that goes on? Honestly, as assistant manager, um, I really let Bex take full control of whatever her vision is for the community, and I'm just there to help assist her um in any way possible so if she I always like to think of myself as more of her a personal advisor um if you put me and Bex next to each other we're very very different brains um I find that Bex is very very emotionally smart um (laughs) which is really fantastic because she's very very passionate about the community um but sometimes she needs someone to kind of take a step back and even though I am also emotionally smart or like I'm definitely more of an emotional person we're emotional in different ways and so I find we are I am she's my bubble gum I'm her Marceline so we manage each other quite well um whenever there is a decision to be made she usually will come to me and um ask for advice or um if there's a, lo- a new location we're looking at uh she will get me to tag along not only because I have a vehicle <laughs> but <laughs> but also so then she has second eyes and we can um figure out if a location is actually going to be viable for future meetups or community meetups and things like that um so a lot of times her and i will go to beercade we'll sit down we'll talk logistics with the manager at beercade um i'm honestly i'm always there for her whenever she needs things to be ran through second like a second time. Um, I help her. So basically a lot with 
any emotional support and decision making is mainly what I do for her. I leave a lot of like the sponsorships and stuff to her because she has way, way, way more experience in that than I do. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. And it, it, I guess it can be confusing for uh, s- sponsors and donors and all those other kind of people if they are, if they're trying to bounce email chains between two different people. Yeah, I no. I guess it can be um, a little bit easier if they sort of focus on the one person and then she can just defer to you if she needs it, advice. It was very or, confusing um, because yeah. before with our old uh, manager and Bex being assistant at the time, um, they were both juggling the email. And so from stories of what Bex was telling me, it was very uh, convoluted. Like um, it got a little bit messy and disorganized there for a little bit with two people trying to talk to different sponsors and whatnots. Yeah. Um, so I just told Bex, I was like, yo, <laughs> I, I don't know how to speak to sponsors. Um, that's definitely marketing is not like that type of marketing. Isn't my specialty. Um, and so I let go of the reins and I was like, girl, that's all you. So basically <laughs> I would say that I'm more of like the, um, more of like the socializer, uh, Bex, okay is always like the, she deals with the logistics and I deal more with like the on spot, like in person uh-huh. kind of stuff. Well, it's, it's good to have a leadership team of people that are different, right? People that are, uh, that are different, but still, you know, jive rather yes. than having two people that are exactly the same. And then at mm. that point, like why even have two people? We're very strong personalities. Yeah. Yeah. We had that. Yeah. Uh, so you, uh, assistant manage the Edmonton community, but you also primary manage another community. And that would be, uh, actually, do you have a nickname for your stream community? I can't even remember. Yeah. It's the freaking bad army. <laughs> uh, yeah. Bad army. I knew yeah, she was part of the bad cult. army yeah. is what it is. Yeah. It's my, it's my own personal little cult. You um, and James, Artsy Fartsy, are both part of Cult. I don't feel safe in the city anymore. Watch out. Uh, my blood sacrifice is coming up on the next full moon. Blood sacrifice? You look real you... tasty. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> 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 okay, so outside of... So, yeah, outside of your, uh, you know, uh, community manager assistant duties, uh, you've also got like a job that takes up a lot of your time, but then also managing your own community. It takes up you know a lot of time as well. Yeah. How do you do it? How are you able to, uh, you know, manage your time that well? <laughs> I can't manage my time well <laughs> enough to get to my bus in the morning on time. I think it's really cute. You think I can manage <laughs> my time effectively. Um, <laughs> I am really, it is an area of improvement of time management a lot of times what will happen is that um, I will delegate one day. Each day is different. So if I have like um, a meeting to do with Bex or um, she needs me to go with her to an event or she needs me to go with her to go talk to these potential sponsors or things like that, um, that, that will be my day. So I won't stream that day. Usually I'll usually just spend it with her. And just going over the logistics and what we need to do. Um, and then so when I stream, that's pretty much my focus for that day. So I'll go to work, I come home, and I'll stream. 
Um, I find it, I find it very, very hard for me to uh, separate myself into multiple different things in one day. Um, my brain gets very jumbled. So I find it much better if I focus on one thing that aside from my job, I feel like jobs are just like, you go there, you get your monies, you get out, and then you continue your life, you know? Right. But then, <laughs> so, you, but then your time off is like, okay, this is a stream day. I have no exactly. time for anything else. I kind of am like that. And so my yeah. friends will be like, hey, uh, so on uh, June 15th, do you have time, so-and-so? Or like, I'm like, no, I have a meeting. So no, I am, you know, I have an event that day. I'm very busy that day. Uh, the little cable like, what at... about this day? Yeah, <laughs> I have, kind a, of... have like an hour-long meeting at like 11 a.m., but man, I'm, <laughs> I'm all booked up. I'm booked up, man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> So <laughs> for me, I, I'm very, I have to focus on something individually or else, um, I get overwhelmed and it just, it doesn't have, then none of them happen. And then I leave people upset. Right. But then that, that also makes me wonder, like, how do you engage with your stream community on a day that you're not streaming? Uh, my discord in all honesty, um, Luckily, I've established boundaries with my my community. Um, I'm slow. I'm tr still trying to figure out how to get them to all be friends, and they don't have to rely on me to be like that anchor friend. Does that make oh, sense? Right. Yeah. So, like, you all can play amongst yourselves when I'm not yeah. here. Right. <laughs> I'm not your babysitter. I'm not you know anything like that. But um, and I feel like lately it's been it's been really really good. They are willing to talk to each other without my presence there. Um, but of course, I always every single day I try to put something in my own Discord. Um, whether it's like oh this weird thing just happened or did you guys see my Twitter post about that weird awkward purse thief thing that just happened. No, well, maybe you should go see it because I'm a hot mess and please help me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, that also serves as a reminder that you're there and yeah. you're always watching. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm I'm hardly always watching. Um, usually my spouse, Kat, will be like, did you check your Discord? I put something funny in there. I was like, oh no, I haven't checked it all day. Give me a second. Um, so to answer your question, I would say predominantly to keep my community um, interactive. I, I try to use my Discord as much as possible, and I try to encourage them to go on Twitter. Surprisingly, n my community does not frequent Twitter a lot. Um, oh. I've <laughs> most of them have made a Twitter specifically to look at my tweets. <laughs> Oh. And that's that's about it. So um I uh that's mainly how I I talk I talk to them. And I feel like private messaging, I'm very open to that as well. So there are some people who they're not very comfortable talking in like um like in a ch an open chat room like a Discord. They are comfortable with like a Twitch chat for some reason. I don't I don't know why that's that's different, but in their brain it is. And so they do prefer sometimes more private. And okay. I've helped, I'm very open with my community about if they need anything, they can always come to me. I don't know if I'll be readily available in that exact moment, but I always do try to get back to them. And they call me Mom and Nick's for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Mom and Nick. Okay, so so because you kind of have a foot in both kinds of communities, I, I'd actually like want to sort of draw this parallel between in-person real life community and 
an online community that you are fostering yourself, right? A building yourself, right? Yeah. So for over like this podcast, I'd like to discuss the difference between the two, what kind of an impact each one has on your life or your stream, and also the importance of having a community, at least one community of either type, whether it's a one in whether it's one in real in real life in your local community city, or if it's just online, uh, maybe with a stream team or other other groups online. Uh, so yeah, I, I, because I think you're in a, in a unique position that uh, that you can actually speak to both of those things. So even though I'm on the hype squad, I wouldn't really consider myself part of the leadership team. And that's ridiculous. You totes are. Still up. Oh, still up. But <laughs> you even... and Laws, you're definitely you're both a very, very, very large piece of the community, especially community management. But uh, I mean, I don't manage people, right? And right. You so I mean, Laws. you could still be part of <laughs> part of leadership. Excuse yeah, me? I, I manage <laughs> <laughs> not well, apparently. Uh, but or look, calm down, Chikara. <laughs> but don't even wanna, the don't want to throw fists. Hey, not throwing fists, man. Throw not throwing fists. You're a diva for a reason. I uh, am not a diva. I do not know where this, this is. No. I'm not. I'm not having it. I'm not having it. Well, you're, are you gonna storm off to your trailer? Uh, the... Just because I was in Beverly Hills last week does not mean I'm still a diva. All right. <laughs> okay. Not helping your case. Yeah. No. Definitely isn't. <laughs> so yeah. So that's so that's kind of my situation with the in-person thing i wouldn't consider myself like managing people and building building the community in that way but also even like my own personal stream community that i've been sort of fostering uh over the past year oh the past not maybe not year but past six months of not streaming i feel like it's kind of been dying on the vine uh my community even when i was regularly streaming wasn't super active on discord anyway it takes a lot of work it does, to right? get it's your not, Discord active. It's not something I'm, that'll just happen on its own. It doesn't, though. Um, you have to really, you have to build it. Um, I've, and I realized this recently, um, that I'm in a couple of different partnered streamers' Discords because I'm subbed to them. Right. And their Discord is dead. Oh, really? But they frequent about, like, 300-plus viewers a stream. Um, and so I feel like it's one of those things where if you, if you have to really, really foster it, you have to water it every day. And even if it's a slow growth, like, like mine has been, um, that, that flower will bloom if you put effort into it. If effort is put strictly onto like a stream, like these, some partner streamers that I've watched, that's amazing. They're doing, they're thriving. That's where their tree is growing is on Twitch, but that doesn't mean that they're going to, that tree is palm, like a, what is it called? Pollinating um, right. other areas like discord, for example. Okay. So, uh, right. So they can strive, they can, they can thrive with their stream itself, but outside of the stream, it's just silent. It de- well, I mean, it depends on how you want to grow, right? It does. I mean, the, yeah. that, that's still, even though, there's not a whole lot of interaction outside of the stream. That's still an active community. Absolutely. Uh, like they're right? very active and they're friends when the stream is live. And that's, a, that's, that's just as important, but it's, it's nice. 
to have it outside as well. I feel like it becomes more tight knit. Right. And uh, also probably for to sort of establish a timeline and get a bit of context. How long have you been streaming? I don't even know. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, moving on. Um, I, fe- I feel like it's been, I, I have, a, I'm really bad at timelines. I feel like my brain goes all over the place, but I feel like if I look back at my clips, it's about two, it's been about two and a half years now. Oh, really? So you don't even have your stream anniversary like marked on the calendar? No idea. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it's roughly around my birthday. Oh, okay. Well, I think, I think that's when I bought my PS4 camera and I did my very first, um, stream by myself, which I think was, um, little nightmares. It was either little nightmare or it was, uh, resident evil biohazard. Okay. Yeah. One so of the two. A couple years ago. So yeah, you probably say you've been cultivating your online community for the past two and a half years. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, that stuff definitely takes time. So as your community has been growing, how would you describe the the importance of having a thriving online community? Because you can still stream regularly and, you know, be a somewhat successful streamer uh, without much of a community, right? You can have a lot of people just drop in, watch, donate, or, you know, give bets or whatever, and then take off. So how would actually, how would you say... Uh, building fostering a community for your stream how would you say that that sort of affects growth um i feel like it personally i feel like it affects growth immensely um i would say i haven't been fostering a community for it's been about a year and a half um and i owe it entirely completely to the edmonton twitch community um plot twist yeah, no, I, I entirely do. Uh, this community has, um, it's very, very supportive. And I think that's why I've become so passionate about it. Um, and that's why I wanted to become more involved in it. Because I started out with just PS4 uh, streaming, which is totally fine. Like a lot of our community streams on PS4, and they're phenomenal. Um, yeah, that's me. Yeah, and yeah. they're it's really impressive. They have just as much fun stuff. They have just as much person personality. But for myself, like <laughs> my roommates would always come in, and uh, I don't have roommates anymore. But <laughs> at the at time, the time, yeah, I had I was living with uh, <laughs> a, a drag queen. Oh, um, and uh, he would come in, and <laughs> he was very obnoxious and very loud and sometimes would walk by in inappropriate outfits, you know, just super fun. And so eventually I decided I would want, I wanted to move into PC and that was with a laptop. And that was around the same time as, uh, it was about October. Um, and that was when my friend Kelsey love less games. If any of you know her, uh, she started working at Sephora with me and I ended up mentioning to her that, Hey, yeah, I, I like video games. I, I, I started streaming. She's like, whoa, I like video games and I also stream. And like, <laughs> that was kind whoa. of. I heard whoa. Sephora. Yeah, at Sephora. So for me, I have like two sides of me. I have the beauty, makeup, very girly. Um, and then I have the very girly gamer. <laughs> um, and they're very, very separate shikaras. And I like to keep them that way. Um, I find my true happiness is with video games, though. But right. so at the time when I met Kelsey, 
she was like, hey, I heard this meetup is happening at this um, this like little cafe thing. Like we should go. And I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. We both are off at the same time. Let's do it. And so that was my very first Twitch meetup. And I didn't know anyone going in. I ended up seeing um, Athlaholic and his, his um, fiance at the time, uh, Tamara. Um, and I knew Tamara from junior high. Um, oh, wow. Her and I went to, we lived in a small town of, and when the school at its peak was about 80 people. Oh, and yeah, wow. so we we grew up in the same very very small town, um, and so that's where the community kind of started off. I know this is not the question you asked, and I'm really sorry, but no, it, it, <laughs> it actually I, I like feeds this. into yeah. the general narrative that I'm trying to go for here. Cool. <laughs> um, and so when I know that Loveless kind of stopped coming just due to personal reasons, but I kept going um, because the first meetup is where I met Bex. We met in passing. I think it was the second meetup where I met Marova, uh, if you guys know Marova. Um, and then that that meetup, we all went out for Hot Pot. And that's, um, I believe, a meeting after I met Here Fishy Fishy, who is now a mod in my, my channel. Um, he's one of my favorite people. I love him so, so much. Uh, if you don't know Fish, Here Fishy Fishy, he, you need to. He's the kindest soul. Um and yeah, I just met so many people that have that, that hot pot. I don't know what it was in that soup, but it was a bonding soup. <laughs> um, and yeah, and that community just kept talking about each other. And I feel like every time I kept going back, I kept meeting new people um, that, that had a passion for video games. And I didn't, I never had people like that before. Um, and so it became very, very important to me. And this community just kept coming, even if it was like what you said, Jared, just for like, hey, popping in, I support you. You're awesome. Have a nice day. And they'd go and do their own thing. That's that's still OK. That helps so much, not just numerically, like with the logistics of your stream, but yeah. to well, know that your community morale, is. Right? Yeah, it is. It's morale to know that they, they are backing you up and that they are giving you like a a pat on the back being like, yo, I see you. You're doing awesome. Good job. And I feel like that's what this community really, really represents. And that's why I'm so proud of them. So that's what's nice about in person is that you get to create actual personal relationships. I have wonderful um, friendships with people that I've never met either, but I feel like it takes longer. <laughs> for me in person I can be I know I know this is gonna sound weird I'm a little shy <laughs> oh, wow. um I know I say. know <laughs> <laughs> um I'm it's not so much that I'm shy I think it's just that I'm awkward and so I'm one of those people that you cannot get me to shut up if you start talking to me just like now I'm like what do you guys do you guys have questions I don't know because I'm just gonna keep talking for the rest of this, <laughs> for the rest of the hour um but you have to get me talking. So if you don't right. talk to me, I usually will stay pretty quiet. Um, and that's something that I have to kind of overcome, especially with being assistant manager and helping Bex. I have to kind of get out of my bubble and and talk to you guys a little bit more because <laughs> I'm very happy just observing. Um, but yeah, so I was feel it, like... Uh, was it was it like difficult to 
talk to yourself when you started streaming or were you one of those earlier streamers who just kind of sat there in silence as you played games no right because it, as long as <laughs> when you start having people come into your into your stream it's important to actually communicate with them yes and engage with them uh that might be difficult for some people who might feel awkward about talking to people who aren't in the room with them mm-hmm. i had so a lot of anxiety problem. oh right yeah yeah um Sorry, excuse me. Um, I remember when I first decided I wanted to stream, um, I remember like shaking and having like actual fear um, of what it might feel like. And even now I'm shaking because I'm just a nervous wreck in general. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> um, but and not, not, to, not to put any pressure or anything on you, but don't blow this for me. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, no, I was, I had a lot of anxiety. I was so scared. I, uh, Kat at the time, she didn't understand what I was doing. So she'd be like, okay, like, good luck with whatever you're doing, babe. And <laughs> just would continue doing whatever she was doing. Um, and I had a lot of fear and it was really, really hard pressing the go live button. Oh yeah. But I have a very, I have a little bit of background, just a little bit in um like a musical theater that's what I took in high school um I remember in my earliest grades like grade four or five and throughout whatever that is called the junior high what is that called I don't know yeah um (laughs) I've never been able to differentiate what it is before high school I don't know it's yeah junior high yeah um they would make us always talk in front of um our classmates whenever we were presenting something or reading something from a book. And so I got over my like, fear of talking in front of people at a young age. So as yeah, soon as pretty good. Right. As soon as I, I press that go live, it would kind of click for me and I'd be like, okay, right. it's just a presentation in front of the class. It's just a presentation. Just how you have to frame it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I would just go, i I think I, I'm, I'm naturally, not afraid of the camera um I had a very small stint of like modeling when I was like and even then I put like quotation marks around modeling (laughs) because they were they were bad (laughs) (laughs) they were so bad but um I I did that a little bit so I've never been scared of the camera I think it was just scared of the approval of people behind the camera does that make sense uh yeah or like the people who would be viewing me their approval fear, uh, was something that I feared. Yeah, of like your know, perception and all that. So exactly, would you actually say that meeting like-minded people in the same general vicinity of what you're trying to do, knowing them and having their support, do you think so? Obviously, that that clearly helped you grow your online community to where it is now. Do you think actually having the in-person support and the online support that made a huge impact on the, I guess, uh, streamer anxiety, performance anxiety <laughs> of hitting the go live button? Yeah, absolutely. I felt like once people actually started showing up, I wasn't scared anymore. Um, I, 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 I would say I would definitely, I uh, leaned on them a lot when in the beginning and right. I, I, I'm not going to lie, I still lean on them. I, I lean on people who come to my stream a lot. And if 
sometimes I'll I'll press live and uh if someone doesn't show up, like not just one individual person, but I mean just like anyone, if it's like empty for like three minutes, four minutes, five minutes, I start to get that anxiety again. I start to have the internal panic. You're like, oh no. It's I'm like, our, am I not? It's happening again. Am I not interesting? Right? <laughs> you finally um, got sick of me. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Um, yeah. And so it's a little bit of that anxiety starts to creep in again. Um, but then my community is amazing. And there'll be usually like one or two people that are like, hey, what you doing, Nix? And I'm like, suffering. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. No, they, I, um, they help a lot. They help yeah. a lot. And I would recommend anybody who has a community even close to them, I would heavily recommend, heavily, um, to yeah. go and get into that community because I feel like they're so support. Like, I, I can't speak for other communities, but I just feel like in a general thing, um, when I've met other community managers from other cities, that's their main goal is to be as supportive as possible. All you have and to they, do is say hi. Yeah. That's all you know? it takes. Yeah. And, and they love meeting new people. Even if you don't live in that city, if you're like 30 minutes away, I would recommend going to that meetup. You know, each city is going to have different um, different timelines. Ours is small ones monthly with two larger ones within the year. Some communities might be only like one big one a year. You never know. But I would recommend. I don't even um, know how I met Jared. I don't know how um, I met Jared. He just kind yeah. of appeared. Like <laughs> yeah, I just kind of phased oh. into people's lives. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's, a, there's always a shadowy figure at our meetups, and it's usually Jared. Just a shadowy, towering <laughs> figure, and then like <laughs> three events later, I actually decided to say hi because I usually don't say hi first thing. I just kind of have to wait it out. Oof, you're like me. I think that's yeah, why it took bad. us so long because I was just like do 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 do. Yeah, uh, like I I go I go to every single meetup because. You know, I do want to have this involvement in the community and everybody goes to these community meetups for different reasons, right? There's always something it offers to, it offers something different to, to people, right? I, I, I mean, I wanted to be involved, but I still have to overcome my own anxieties. And that's always been about like the social stuff. So I go in and I participate, but I'm not exactly the first, the kind of person who jumps into a crowd and says, just shakes everybody's hands, and be like, "Hey guys, you're all my new friends," and I'm this and that. I kind of just hang around the periphery and kind of watch what's happening, and then occasionally I also just meet a person at like one person at a time, and then kind of slowly insert myself into the community at large. Um, I think that's what happened with me and Waz, honestly. That was like the, the two of us kind of just hanging outside. Please of tell me how your love story group. started. What? Okay, whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Too personal, you guys right? are such a good duo. I don't mean in relationship wise. I just mean in like the sense like you guys are good hosts together. Oh, thank you. You're very, very much. different personalities, and I dig it. This is chemistry. That's what yeah. you're trying to say. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, I don't know it, it is it is important that. Uh, one thing can sort of feed into the other. So if you have a strong in-person community or people around you, it doesn't even need, need to be a fully organized community, right? You can just have a small group of friends who are all interested in the same thing. That can have a added effect to what you're doing online or what you're trying to build. 
because having that support having that support uh can sort of affect how you go about doing the thing you're trying to do and that's what that's what happened to you shikara that you had the uh i mean you were streaming before building a community yeah, yeah yeah but then you noticed like your perspective and the way that you uh, the, the kind of way that you approached the the streaming and the your online community changed after meeting up with the in-person community. Yeah. And that's kind of what I was hoping for, too. Um, I don't know what uh, Waz is up to, but it's probably the same for him, I'm guessing. I mean, he had just started actually streaming after a long hiatus, um, and he doesn't actually talk too much about his own online community, so that's still a mystery to me. Yes, it is. Yeah, I guess it's going to stay that way. <laughs> I so, so. Well. <laughs> All right, so, so that, yeah, so there's, it's almost like they're two separate things, but they, whoops, but they do f- feed off of each other, right? Yeah, um, because... I never mentioned this. So I've been talking a lot about like the community in the city, but, um, but I don't think I ever asked, uh, answered your question about what's the difference. Right. Um, so I would say the biggest difference between like an online and a personal, like a in person is that your online takes a lot longer. Um, however, there seems to be a little bit of more of like a loyalty. And I don't, I, and again, I can only speak out of my own experience um, but I find that the people that I've met online and that I've been able to foster an actual genuine relationship with, they are much more loyal to you than, um, like our community that kind of just likes to pop in every now and again. Cause it's interesting. It is. Um, and again, it's only in my personal experience. I can't speak for anybody else's community. Well, but, I mean, um, if you consider that the, a lot of the people that are in person, a lot of them are streamers as well that are trying to foster their own communities. Yeah. And so they're busy. Yeah. 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 So yeah and the so people that I you never foster hold that online, against them. Right. Yeah. It makes sense. So the people that you meet online are most likely to be like the viewer type. Yeah. Of, of exactly. Right? They're yeah. absolutely the viewer. Um, and they, they, how do I word this? So like I have um, a person in my, my community and he's been around for a long, long time and he's, he's, he's definitely one of my regulars. Um, and (laughs) if he ever comes to ever visit Alberta, we've welcomed him into our community because he's always around and he frequents Mm -hmm. other people's streams quite regularly. And, um, there's a couple, there's about two or three, I think that are from the U S and they just love this community. And so, they will literally just jump from stream to stream. Yeah, that's um, kind of what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And they just, they're like, I love the Edmonton streamers. Like, they're phenomenal. It is kind of bizarre when somebody from a faraway place is so almost like intricately entwined with a lot of local streamers. Like, they live far away, but for whatever reason, they're almost like an honorary member. Yeah, that's exactly what it community? is. Yeah. yeah, like Bex and I have been like, yeah, well, you're part of us now, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, and there's a few people like that, and so they're very, they're very loyal, and they're very, they love this community, they love that we're streaming, and if someone were to stop streaming, they would 
slide into like your DMs and be like, yo, is that person okay? Yeah, like, where are you at? You know, not even just you, but like hmm. they would want to know if that person was okay or if anything happened or if they should be concerned. Right, um, right. And it's it's really it's really heartwarming. So I would say, yes, they are intertwined, especially if you have built this community and you're able to merge the two of your online and your your physical community together. I feel like it turns into a really awesome union. Did, was did you have anybody like that when you were in, in your hiatus? People like coming after you, saying, no. hey, "Where are, where are you? Where's your stream?" Well, maybe one or two. I just told them I was really busy. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, I mean, it's oh, nice when, that... when are you gonna stream? When are you gonna stream? Like, well, it's nice wow, that they that's... reach out anyway. Yeah, or like they'll see me in a streamer's chat. I'm like, "Was where the streams at?" I'm like, "All right, give it a couple." Get months. off my case. Uh, I'm busy. <laughs> Life's something, man. Yeah. Yeah, I had a couple of people like I mean, I mentioned that, you know, my online community isn't really robust, but I do have a I do have a few regulars that occasionally still like will pipe up in the in the Discord. And when they do, they I mean they just they'll say, Hey, how's it going, guys? Or uh, they'll just sometimes they'll just say something. And I just feel guilt <laughs> for not no. for not uh, you know, putting on a show. But uh that'll be coming up soon. I'm reorganizing my household, so uh, they won't have to wait much longer. Um, I mean, yeah. yeah. Re- recently, right? I've been more motivated to stream. It's just kind of like I need, I'm trying to find time because I don't know. I've, I seem to have live a very busy lifestyle recently. I'm feeling like overwhelmed with stuff, right? So it's like we're right. trying to find a slot. So it's because always someone's wanting me to do something for them or help them with something. It's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then there's us being like, Waz, get all the podcast. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Come do this podcast. Do this podcast. Come help me with this <laughs> soccer thing. Do this and that. I'm like, okay. And then but I'm part to, yeah, That's amazing uh, that you have your feet, like your foot, your feet in, in so many different things. Like, oh, my God. Even though if, even if you take a hiatus from streaming – I feel like that'll still help you in whatever you want to. Yeah, well, I, I, when I took a hiatus, it's because I was dealing with an internship and a part-time job. Yeah. So was, there was days where I, I would go to an internship for eight hours and then spend like maybe another eight hours in my part-time job. So, oh, and there Oof. goes your whole day. Yeah, yeah. I, I had to. I that was kind of my, like, I had to do that for like maybe fourteen days in straight at one point. So I was like, how do I stream? Uh, I would <laughs> die. Yeah, it was yeah. something. <laughs> But, but you know, it it is nice to actually have like a bunch of people around you that are also doing the same thing that you're trying to do or, or want to do. Yeah. Even outside of streaming, I mean, it could be, man, it could be anything, right? So say like, I don't know, you're into woodworking and then you had a whole bunch of woodworking friends and then you couldn't woodwork anymore for whatever reason, and then you were just still inter- inter- interacting with all your woodwork woodworking friends and then you'd be like, oh, I miss woodworking. And then you're gonna to want to get back into it, right? So that kind of uh, social dynamic kind of keeps you sort of attached to it, even if you're not actually doing the activity anymore. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I personally, I've been in a lot of things, and I jumped out of a lot of things because I didn't have that social connection. Uh, like you, Shakara, I actually have a background in. Uh, a history in theater as well not musical theater like i can't dance and sing but i can't dance and sing it was the only theater we had in the school oh okay yeah so i did <laughs> i did a little bit of community theater but for whatever reason i never really stayed on with the quote-unquote theater kids 
Mm-hmm. I always uh, was a, a little. What? There are a lot to deal with. Yeah, I mean, who <laughs> knew that theater kids are very dramatic who knew? people that are kind of out there? But I mean, I was always sort of on the outside of that social scene, right? And I think because I was never super into the social aspect of that, I wouldn't even say lifestyle, but like that hobby or that activity, it was easier for me to stop doing it and then never go back. Mm, yeah. right? So if you have a lot of friends that are all into the same stuff, you're going to be like, well, I kind of miss it. Now these people won't shut up about it. <laughs> right? So yeah. now that I've, I know a lot of people in my city that are very like proximity wise actually quite close it's it's easier for me to remember and think about the streaming thing and it'll be easier to get back into it but if i wasn't friends with any with any of y'all i'd probably forget about streaming entirely and move on to something else and i don't want that to happen so that's why i've sort of tried to inject myself into the community as much as i have yeah like for me it's, it's been um a good way to make friends. I don't know. Outside of like, cause I, I kind of found the community right as I was starting college, and the only people I really had were friends from high school and kind of little work friends. I didn't really have any other like social outings. Like, how do I meet actual pe- actual people? <laughs> yeah. Pause. Right? What made you want to go into uh, TV and radio? I, I don't know. I always, I always had a, like I enjoyed media. And like journalism and just all that kind of stuff, the news and entertaining people, I guess, kind of. Yeah, because you got into streaming, you said, when you just started college. Yeah, it kind of around. I always, I honestly, I always just assumed you started streaming, realized you like broadcasting, and then wanted to get into a broadcasting career, but I'm wrong. It's, it's, that would have made for a better story. Um, it's strange because in the, in the radio and television program, because they, they kind of heavily focus on social media and social media platforms, but they they never kind of knew what Twitch was. I kind of had to explain it to some instructors, like really, yeah, <laughs> I, I had to bring it up to one. I was like, so well, what about Twitch? What's that? Oh god, Whoa. I'm like Nate instructors not being up with the times. You're kidding me. I'm like, uh, okay, <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, it's something. <laughs> Well, because yeah. like with like I said earlier, with me being in makeup and also having a heavy passion for, oh no, for video games. Do you there guys are, hear those dogs? There are barking dogs. <laughs> bork, bork, bork. I think everyone <gasps> appreciates dogs. It's okay. <gasps> I hate these dogs. They're the worst. That's not too um, loud. I can. I, it's fine. Okay, I'm so sorry. Um, but <laughs> yeah. I've always had a really hard time figuring out where I fit. Um, like always growing up, I always thought, um. I was like, Kate, I like video games, but I didn't think it was a, um, like an actual pliable thing for me to ever get into video games. I didn't really think of any like jobs that I could get into because I'm not very tech savvy. Um, I'm definitely not strong in that area, but I'm strong when it comes to like just general socializing. Not again, once you get me talking, I I can, I can go with it. Um, and I'm quite charismatic. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, well, what what path are, is generally pretty charismatic? Well, the beauty in the fashion industry is, you know, they tend to have pretty charismatic people in them. So that's the path that I initially took. 
But within the past like decade, as I've been doing that, I've realized that my passion for that has died. And it was more of like a one of those things in high school, again, where they're like, you got to find something to do for the rest of your life. Better make it good. So, so <laughs> and, intimidating when they say it like that. Mm-hmm. Right? Pick, and, pick something and then do it until you retire. Until you die. And you're yeah. like, great. <laughs> um, and so I wanted to do something that was artistry based. I didn't know what it was going to be, but I knew I, I needed it to be artistic in some shape or form. Um. And so I decided to go with makeup artistry, um, which was phenomenal. And I never got into YouTube (laughs) ever. Um, (laughs) No makeup tutorials? (laughs) No, no. You'll never see a makeup tutorial for me out there ever. Um, I'm super not into it. (laughs) Um, And even now, I... Some people are like, hey, would you ever do a makeup tutorial on stream? I'm like... Weren't you a senior makeup artist? Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, West Edmonton Mall's yeah. Sephora's first senior artist. So what I, that I may, essentially... I may have creeped your Instagram a couple like months ago. That's a big yikes. So that's how I knew that. <laughs> it's a timeline of my hair. That's essentially what that oh, is. Yeah. I'm like, this person looks interesting. What is she about? She, she keeps changing about. colors. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. It's almost like she loves damaging her hair. <laughs> oh, God. I knew a girl like that in high school. She'd dye her hair every week. Yeah. So big recently... Yikes. I, I've, I don't want to do makeup anymore. And I have at the ripe old age of 26, I've realized that my passion is with video games and See, I, I, I need have... to find something to get into it. And so recently I've been thinking about voice acting. And mm-hmm. so we'll see where that takes me. We'll see where that takes me. That's all I, I, I can kind that. of relate to that. Cause when I, w- I originally went to Nate, like radio and television school, it was mostly to do with sports because I wanted to get into like kind of the sports broadcasting and maybe one day be on sports and TSN. But like the more I was on Twitch, the more I realized my passion is for video games. And that I noticed that the sports area, with especially in Canada, there's a lot more competition because all these kids want to get into football and hockey and be the next, <laughs> you know, Don Cherry and whatnot. And like I realized, well, no one's really wanting to get into the video game journalism or esports. Like here. esports, I think that's my lane. I just realized I, I started to realize video games were my passion. Even though I love sports, I I don't know. I I don't see myself really working in sports. I feel like you would make a very, uh, very good esports commentator. Yeah, I'd say that'd much. be a, that'd be a really good uh, compromise between you know, you know your passion for video games, but then also your uh, sort of broadcasting education. Yeah. Right. Right. Because you it's... like Overwatch, you like FIFA. I don't. Like... I, I like these games. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard yeah. of them. Yeah. Maybe so. once or twice. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like, I guess to. I don't know. I feel like the community will really help because yeah. then you get to realize, as you're more involved with them, that there is a passion there. Because I don't know if any of you ever. Felt like you didn't have a passion. I still feel like that. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I feel like I'm having to it. teach myself how to be passionate again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it kind of gets that beaten weird? out of you. Uh, I, it has, after, though. After like, a few years, yeah. Yeah. Sephora, I, I always make this joke at my current work because I work with a lot of old ex-Sephora uh, workers and uh, employees. But I'm like, we have PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> from Sephora. <laughs> and it's true. Um, I can't obviously talk about the company a whole lot, but 
they wrecks you. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll and, be honest. Uh, it's like it's companies like Sephora, Starbucks. Everybody has their horror stories, and they're like, "Oh, with PTSD working there." So <laughs> it, it's always the big chain companies that people have bad times with, especially if with like retail and yeah, service and industry stuff. Yeah. Those I can't wait for the day I no longer do retail. <laughs> they, they are kind of entry level jobs to some extent. Yeah. yeah. No, they absolutely. So that's. I mean, they're not meant to be the glitz and glam, right? No, they definitely are yeah. not. Yeah, and so with that PTSD, it's a lot of relearning to be passionate, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of relearning to have be inspired by things. Um, I've been listening to another podcast lately um, by Crispin Freeman, who is a voice actor, and it's called The Voice Act. Uh, what is it? Voice Acting Mastery, mm-hmm. I believe is what it's called. It's phenomenal. Not just for voice. Yeah, Voice Acting Mastery with Crispin Freeman. Um, and he's just a beautiful sexy sounding man but he has <laughs> really 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 good insights as well and that's kind of been helping me realize my passion for things but i have yeah. to cultivate them because so, yeah. yeah go for it well i mean if we're talking about passion and cultivating cultivating passion i got a take for you uh i'd say if you are working for like working for an, for a company and you're working for a, a wage or whatever you're working out of necessity. And then if you want to transition into something else and actually cultivate passion, when you move into something else related to an interest, passion becomes that necessity. So if you're working at a job that you know maybe you kind of like, but it's not your passion, then your motivations are different. But if you're moving into something that you actually want to do for a living, that you actually care a lot about, passion comes into the mix and it becomes Im- Im- important, right? So, eh, dogs. I'm so sorry. It's, it's okay. okay. She's not that it's loud. Okay. Uh, but yeah, if you actually want to transition into something you actually care about, passion is necessary in order for that to happen. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that could sort of be like the spark, but in order for, you know, I don't even know if passion on its own is a good enough motivator. It's good enough to maybe get you started, but uh, of course, uh, I, I motivation find, is something that find, has to be find, worked on. I find it. Funny. I don't know. This podcast is originally meant for like community meetups, and we've talked about passion. It's great. I love it. Yeah. Whoops. But you know, Sorry. actually, having people around you can yeah. help you with that, right? It's really, really hard to go it alone. I feel like I would not have been able to um, narrow down on what I love. And why I love it without a community backing me up, giving me reasons. So I've always loved video games, but it was shallow. You know, like I was like four years old, my N64 playing Donkey Kong 64, then Maggie Maggie Man, oh my God, uh, Mega Man 64. um, And then eventually Zelda, Ocarina of Time, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. um, And playing those over the decades, right? Yeah. But, but were you were you ever like kind of afraid to tell people that you play these games and like? Oh no, no, they knew. Pers- personally, for me, I, like back in middle school, I was kind of afraid to tell people that I played World of Warcraft because it had a, a stigma around yeah. it, right? Yeah, that's I, fair. No, and, like, absolutely. Even in elementary, I couldn't tell people like, "Oh, I play World of Warcraft," and like, I don't know. It's no, weird. I feel like I was never. Um, shy of letting people know was it a conversation I was able to have with people no because again I grew up in a my class for like grade 
one till eight mm-hmm. <laughs> were like seven people. <laughs> so um, I, I didn't get to talk about video games. So yeah. it wasn't that I was a, I had fear around people knowing that I played video games. It was more of like if I tried, the conversation would not be carried on because yeah. no one had an interest. For me, like I can talk. There's a group of kids who will be playing. Oh yeah, I love the new Call of Duty, Halo Rocks. I'm like. I play World of Warcraft. That game's for losers. You have no wow. life if you play WoW. Like, I would literally be told that. I'm like, geez. My oh. sister right. met her husband on World of Warcraft. Wow. The magic yeah. of Azeroth. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, they were in, like, yeah. And she moved to Texas <laughs> to live with him, and they have a baby together, and they're married. That's amazing. Yeah, so um, World of Warcraft, for me, I never really got heavily into that's, it. That's fine. That's not because I disliked it, yeah, but no. because at my personal house that I was living in with my parents, we didn't have a computer that was viable, had viable yeah. internet, yeah, or yeah. <laughs> could run it. And my parents didn't want to pay a monthly fee for a video game. Um, so I never got to play it. But I spent a lot of time over at my sister's house, and that's when uh, I would get to play World of Warcraft when she wasn't on the computer, <laughs> which my sister is still still plays World of Warcraft to this day. Like she's, she's very much into it. Um, more manageably now. She definitely was one of those people who was like heavily addicted to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, my sister is seven years older for me for people with context. So, um, she, she definitely, I think helped fuel my, my desire for video games. Um, but yeah, so with World of Warcraft, I totally get it. She didn't tell people outside of home that she played World of yeah, Warcraft because again they had that stigma Back then, of it was like kinda, it was oh tough. you're a neckbeard bit 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 exactly. bit you know yeah. and it yeah. was worse as a teenager in middle school yeah, yeah. I believe that I'm sorry dude you know it's, and for it's, me I was a console player so there was yeah, less yeah. stigma on console than there was for PC which is always super weird yeah. um, the game that I avoided playing in high school to avoid stigma wasn't actually a video game it was dungeons and dragons um because my friends at the time they actually through the years had graduated from one game to another yeah so they started off in grade six with pokemon cards and then they moved up to Yu-Gi-Oh, and then for a brief time they moved up to magic the gathering and then they reached max level when they started playing D &D in like a cafeteria there and i didn't need the extra nerd cred i had plenty enough to go around (laughs) <laughs> so I said, you get that nonsense away from me. Uh, but now, many years later, I actually have more of an interest in D&D now than I ever have. That's amazing. Um, and that's because of what I've seen on Twitch and what I've seen on YouTube of people getting together and actually doing this game in a way that's actually interesting and engaging. And a lot of that stigma is gone now. Yeah. No, so, I yeah, find so, especially in the past few years, yeah. uh, people have... Um, fall in love with Dungeons and Dragons, and I don't mean just like D and D, but I just mean other like board game role. It's become a lot more popular. Yeah, it's more um, um, mainstream. Even now. my my stream, like my community, they want me to start host. And I've never played D and D. I played it once, and it was with a bad team, and I was this weird healer that didn't do anything, and we were stuck in a room for three hours just talking to each other. It was weird and i didn't have fun with that and i want to have fun with it anyway right. but um so that was my only experience with D D. um but they want me to do sunday D sessions right 
So if anyone knows of a DM, uh, yeah, uh, I'd actually like—I would actually like to know as well if there's anybody in the community that who is a uh, is a DM because I know uh, Lolcat plays a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, he does. Yeah, like he's, he, he's like he, I, I saw his schedule. It's filled with Dungeons and Dungeons and Dragons. Oh my goodness! What a nerd. So to summarize, sorry, it's no, 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 it's fine. It's it's basically like if you have interest in a thing, it's easier to get into that thing if you find other like-minded people exactly and if, yes. and if you find yourself in the thing but you get out for whatever reason like you get busy with work whatever it's easier to get back in if you have those people around you right yes because it's a support system yeah it's gonna be a support system but it can also be a reminder of all the good times i, th- yeah. I found right? that if, if you want to thrive kind of i don't know, I guess in life you need to surround yourself with like-minded people you are who you hang around. Yeah, right? and that's kind of what yeah. made. I, I guess I had a successful time in the radio, in radio television program because I was surrounded by like-minded people who were not afraid to be weird and quirky and strange and be themselves. And right. it's the same with the Edmonton Twitch community, right? Yeah. So and, you're surrounding oh, yeah. yourself with like-minded people. Exactly, and I, I can them, free. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you got a good good point there. Was and I can, uh, I, I can freely admit that I have not been super great at that in the past because i tend to be a very solitary person and look at all i have to show for it <laughs> so that's why yeah uh, of course going back to the theme of the whole, the whole podcast here is that uh, having a community is really important whether it be in person or online and yeah. sometimes having one and not the other can actually help build mm. the other um uh, so we're approaching the hour mark here what i'd actually like to discuss before before we uh, ride off into the sunset, is a little bit more so personal stories about the meetups that we've all actually been to. Mm-hmm. Um, highlights and interesting stories. Oh. Um, I think, <laughs> like, I've been to every single one, uh, and I don't know about the rest of you, but I think you've all been to the big ones. I don't know. But yeah, the, yeah, I've been to every single meetings. big one. I missed yeah. my very first one. Uh, it was a mini meetup uh, on the 30th. I've, I've actually uh, only been to one mini meetup so far. Sorry. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I mean, they're That's not okay. they're not for everyone. I mean, they're, all, they're obviously like completely optional. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, but there's there's more of them, so it's there's more chances to actually meet some of the people. Um, but yeah, the, the the big events there's always a there's always stuff happening. Uh, you said the what's the our very first okay my very first meetup of course was the unofficial one before Edmonton Twitch was even like, given its name. Yeah, I'm trying to. I don't think. Because it was at a Dirt Bay Cafe. Yep. If, um, and I'm pretty sure it was the very first one Kelly um, uh, put it on. Sure was, yeah. Cherry and Bex was not a part of it at that time. No. And yeah, that's when I first met Kelly. Uh, Kelly. Yeah, so I think that was the August or beginning of September. And then the first official meetup was like right after Halloween or right before Halloween. Oh, man. And yeah, that was like that. that was most people's first event i think uh was was that your first one the october one yeah yeah that was yeah yeah and that's why things really uh really kicked off so do you have any um any highlights personal stories of actually of uh, these, these these meetups themselves well um so i hmm i would say <laughs> on my fridge right now actually is i remember when they had a photo booth at one of the Twitch meetups. I feel like they need to bring that back because that thing was lit. 
Um, <laughs> I still have I still have a picture from that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Me. Too. Yeah. It's on my fridge. Um, I actually have a couple of them. I have like. I think like two or three. Um, but one of my favorite ones is when me and Lovelust were taking pictures together as good friends do. And Morova, I didn't know him at this time. Um, but they had like cloth curtains. And he was he just would, some stranger. He, he's some random dude who was talking to people. And he saw these two girls go into a photo booth. And Morova is being his weird little self. <laughs> and he started doing like really freaky faces, like poking an eyeball through the the cloth or like doing that impending doom, like chin forward, eyes down, intense look um, in the curtain right like behind our shoulders. And he pretty much photobombed every single picture in that in that uh, collage of photos that me and Loveless took. Um, and <laughs> I think... So afterwards, I kept being like, sir, do you mind? We're trying to take photos. Sure. And he's like, mm, yeah, I don't mind. And uh, it was on the, I think the Discord, I think, that I was like, um, I made a mentioning of that weird guy who kept photobombing my photos. <laughs> and Morova piped up and was like, yo, I'm that weirdo. And then we just <laughs> kind of, uh, we kind of just kept going. Um <laughs> and yeah we have a really really awesome solid friendship after that so that was like i still have those weird weird little photos up on my fridge um what else i'm trying to think of like really fun stories i only have a couple of anecdotes because you know i've mentioned that uh i tend to not really involve myself front and center uh kind of just hang out on my own but i can say i don't i think i actually finally broken my streak but for all the meetups that I've been to, and this is including like the first, actually, you know what? I think it was, I think my streak was broken by the mini meetups, but the first six meetups I went to, I was six for six on winning prizes. Oh, oh my goodness. I won a door wow. prize or a raffle or a contest or something for six meetups in a row. So that's my high score. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep trying. That's crazy. I've donated quite a bit of money to extra life. Uh, so <laughs> the other thing is every time we have a meetup, we try to do like a big group photo yeah. and, uh, Oh no. Yeah. Uh, me being a uh, tall boy, team tall boys. Uh, I have to be in the back. Right. Unless I, I mean, I haven't tried this yet, but I probably should. Whereas I move up front, but then like do a pose or like lay down or whatever. Yeah. Do that. But every single group shot that I've ever seen, uh, a picture taken of the the group you can't even see my face because the person standing <laughs> in front of me is is just is tall, tall it's tall enough to block my mouth so oh, no. anytime i'm in these pictures all you see is my eyes and maybe my nose peeking <laughs> over the head of the person in front of me so Oof. i just it thought like... that was kind of funny i think this, i see that pattern continuing <laughs> oh no it was like um a meetup or two ago when we were at a thrift shop and uh, I I ended up having to come late. It was like I got off work at 9.30 by the grace of gods. And I drove as quick as I could to a uh, thrift shop. And I got in there literally as they were taking a picture. And Care, she was like, Shakara, come here. And she was on the very first row, pretty much on the ground. And I was like, okay. And so there was only one way to go. And it was on my hands and knees. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> to get into the photo and 
they took a couple photos, but there was one photo where I was whipping my, I was, I had to get my hair out of my face. So I just did a dramatic Britney flip. Yeah. But in the photo, it caught it as my hair was moving upwards. (laughs) And I was like on my hands and knees (laughs) and doing a dramatic hair flip. And so I just looked like this weird demon dog dancer thing on the ground. And that was the photo that Bex decided to post on Twitter. And I was like, (laughs) It's uh. <laughs> great. Print it. Uh, man. <laughs> and uh, oh, man. And I'm like other... on Care's lap. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, what, was the, what was one other highlight for me? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Aaron, Ten of Salsa, putting his fingers into my pasta. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Because it, oh. it was dark and he thought they were French fries and he kind of just like reached right in there. <laughs> this like, even why are these French fries wet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, that's a noodle. That's a noodle. <laughs> yeah, and I, I didn't, uh, haven't um, oh, let, did you let him live them? it down. So, Hwas, do you have any highlights? Oh, yes. Well, I have I have maybe three. Number okay, one, uh, Chanel Rue painted my nails. Oh. <laughs> Back at the December 27th team meetup, it was, I remember December 30th. Wow. Jealous. Uh, that was a great meetup because we had Cadzilla there, we had Fuya, we had both sisters. Chanel was there. It was just a wait. Podcast. I was in the same room as Fuya. Yeah. What the heck? That, that was a very rare time. And uh, I don't know. I feel like everyone in the community was there. And then I mean, I think the second memorable part was probably when I won all those prizes. On like, <laughs> I was oh, winning yeah. prize after prize. I'm like, I'm not complaining. I want a Steam yeah. gift card. And I'm like, I'm a, I'm, I'm the man of the hour. This is great. Yeah, he kind of had a monopoly on like most of those prizes. Yeah, I think kept drawing I, his I, tickets. I think because of all those, the man I won, they had to change the rules. Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry, sorry guys. Um, but I mean, it was also a smaller meetup, right? So there was fewer names to be. To be no, I think it was still pulled, a packed so. house, though. Yeah, I mean, of course it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Third most memorable was probably last meetup in Beercade, at Beercade when Shakara and I hosted that nice little panel with all the partners. Oh, yeah. I was so nervous, but it was so I was fun. so nervous. <laughs> it turned out not too bad. It was a good panel. Yeah. Um, I felt so bad because uh, Catzilla had definitely gotten the most clips. And that was the first time I'd oh, ever... Yeah seen her was in her clips like i didn't really know her yeah. as a streamer before then and she was delightful oh, and i just great. remember like everyone else i had to fight for clips okay it was like pulling teeth <laughs> um but Gazelle was like yeah here's a bunch of clips and i was like oh my god and they were so funny and i felt so bad because i kept bringing them up and she was like stop <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And I'm a really on. awkward host, and when I get excited, things it just gets out of hand. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah. For the next meetup, if you guys have any clips, send them to Shakar. We're gonna try to yeah, fit please. them into a nice yeah. little video montage. Yeah. That reminds me, Shakar. I have some n- new clips that I'm not proud of, but people slide into my DMs. Oh boy. God, it's a lot of screaming. Oh, I love that. I love when I get to see you scream. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, look. I get easily scared in Minecraft. <laughs> what <laughs> no my favorite is still when your back gave out yeah that was a weird moment that was a funny clip man that was and oh that i'm, I'm that glad hit someone me was there the, to clip it in the giggle elbow i don't know the funny bone yeah the funny bone giggle elbow 
Look, that's a new one. Okay, I was going to say something else, but I don't know if that's PG or not. And uh... yeah. Okay. So with this uh, next meetup that's coming up in a week, I think by the time this is released, it'll be... Yeah, it'll be a, a week out from the from the meetup. Uh, how about we make some more memorable moments? Yes, YouTube, please. Right? Yes, of course. So, I like that. Uh, was for the last meetup, were you actually on the hype squad at that time? Yes. Yes. Okay, so this will be the first. So for me, this will be my first meetup where I'm actually like working <laughs> rather than just oh, yeah, passively so. observing right which is what that's I usually so do. weird for me because i just i feel like you guys have been around since what feels like forever but yeah i guess yeah. it would be your very first big meetup well, tech, tech, oh yeah of being sort of like organizing right um so waz and i are actually going to be in charge of the uh the live stream so keep an eye out for that we're gonna be hosting that it's gonna bringing, be so weird for bringing me not people to be in on it. playing games and uh, yeah, so we're gonna have a good time and uh, hopefully make some uh, good memories. I think we will. So, was uh, given the the breakdown of the the ticket situation again, I believe all of the um, uh, ultra VIP tickets are called for. I Everyone, believe they're all so. There could be uh, a couple more VIP tickets left, but don't count me on that. You might be still okay. in luck, but it's still okay. free to RSVP. Yeah, but even if you do plan on coming, please RSVP so we have sort of a general headcount to expect. Shakara, I'm currently bombarding you with clips. I, I noticed oh. that. <laughs> We're on clip four now. Oh, great. I wish I had yeah. clips. So, yeah. So, I guess we'll see everyone in a week. Um, so, if you see us... Uh, wandering around i think oh because waz and i are going to be doing this live stream for, for three hours but outside of that we're going to be uh, running around um in a panic trying to make sure we keep the the place running uh but you can always stop us and say hi and uh anything else to add you to talking about uh, communities and their importance and everyone should come to the meetups everyone should come to the meetups even All if you have a thriving online community it can't hurt to, to 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 meet your fellow streamers that live in the same city as you. Yeah, because you never know who you're going to connect, right? Yeah. Like one of these people that are in the city might bond really, really well with someone in your community. And then they have new gaming buddies, you know, like you never know. Yeah. So we're going to uh, leave it at that for uh, for today. Uh, thanks for, for listening, for sticking around for a full hour. And Thank you will... for entertaining me. This was lovely. Oh, yeah. It's good times. And I'm glad we didn't have any tech issues. Yay. I mean, we... Yeah. Only a little bit of barking issues, but uh, whatever. Look, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm moving out Not... soon. Ooh, yeah. No, Ooh. me too. Exciting. Uh, okay. So we will see uh, you all in a week. And you can all hear us again in two weeks when we come up with the, another episode. Yay. Yay. Okay. Meetups. <laughs> Thanks everyone. See you in uh see you in a week. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.